Hello and welcome to the Tram Rocky podcast this week. So this week we have seven mini Hobonichi sketches or flash fiction, as I've read that they can also be called. Apologies for my voice. I think I have a cold. So let's persevere. Wednesday, the 1st of September, 2021. The rubbish was piling up. It represented the battle lines that Eva and James had drawn up and neither was giving in. James had given Eva the job of taking out the rubbish whilst he would do the dishes. Eva said he should take out the rubbish since most of it was his anyway and she cleaned the bathroom. And so the rubbish became a monument to everything that was wrong with their relationship. Four thick black bags, full now, blocked the access to the washing machine. And Eva even found the remains of last night's pizza box mixed in with the towels when she hung them out. Perhaps it really was a symbol. Perhaps their relationship was rotten and it was time to clear it out as well. James had put it out when she came home that night. Eva was ready to be pleased and conciliatory until James said, You didn't win. There was a rat and I refused to share our house with a rat. At least he had said our home, thought Eva. Thursday the 2nd of September 2021. Sabina found him mildly attractive. He captivated some of her interest, but not enough for her to fully engage with him. She hadn't even bothered to ask his name. He was certainly passionate about hill walking and mountain climbing, and it was possibly this that had caught her interest. There wasn't anything in his physical appearance to connect or even disconnect with. Average height, average looks, average everything other than the bright yellow backpack. Her five minutes of attention were soon over, and she moved across the room to a man talking about Paris in the springtime. Bradley. She'd bothered with the name this time. Sabina found the overall process of speed dating a bore and hadn't really committed herself to it. She left early and was waiting for the train when something yellow caught her eye. The yellow backpack was on the lines, next to a prone hill climbing and mountain guy. At least she checked both ways before jumping down onto the track and pulling them both clear before the 2045 express went through. The yellow backpack, though, didn't make it and was sliced neatly in half. Friday, 3rd of September, 2021. It was race day, and Mr Edwards had set off with high hopes. He had his cap that his father had given him on, and he'd spent the last week reading the weather reports. It should be a dry track, which meant his filly, the Dumble Princess, should do well. Perhaps she'd even make a place. Either way, he reminded himself, she was his first horse ever to race in the city. All of the others had come close, but had never made it to the hallowed track at Belmont Park. She was up against tough competition, but she'd drawn a good barrier and wasn't carrying too much weight up top. The others in her field had cost a small fortune, but he'd bred Dumble himself and watched her grow into the stunning young mare who loved to race. He also knew that if she lost that love, he would retire her. But today might just be their day. The starter pistol fired and she sprung out of the gates. Saturday 4th of September 2021 Domenica had asked for inconnecting rooms. At least that way, there was an outward show of decorum. She even ruffled up her bed so it looked as if she'd slept in it. She forgot about the bathroom, though. The clean, white towels hung as a false declaration of innocence. She hadn't really meant to fall into the affairs, but now that she had, she found the enticing, addictive thrill almost impossible to break free from. It didn't really matter who it was with. She discovered when one affair ended, it was easy to move on to the next one. This was her fourth since she'd started. The next morning, she awoke with the unpleasant taste of betrayal and regret. 
but the complimentary toothbrush removed any trace from her mouth, and she sailed home, stating that her business meeting went well. She didn't think her husband suspected anything. He was waiting for her in the hall when she arrived. She leaned in to kiss his cheek and was surprised when he stepped back. For the first time, Dominica felt refrit. He was going to leave. Sunday, 5th of September, 2021. At ground level, it was easy to see the work that needed to be done in the garden. When Eloise had looked from the stairs, there hadn't been any clarity, just a jumble of weeds and overgrown bushes. She had the advantage of knowing there had been a beautiful structure and plan to the garden, but 20 years of Mrs Brown's illness had taken its wayward way with the garden. Once Eloise got down on her hands and knees and crawled through like an old-fashioned explorer, her knees soon found the cobbled path that led between the garden beds. It was covered over by soil and plants, but she could definitely feel the difference in texture. Not one to let an opportunity go by, she stopped there and took out her scissors, trimming and pulling until about a foot of the path was revealed. It spelt out part of a word, but she'd have to keep going before she could read it. Monday 6th of September 2021. She found it hard to believe that the treasure was finally hers. After scrimping every paycheck and walking instead of catching the bus for so long, She couldn't imagine that it was over and soon she'd be holding it in her hands. The antique shop was close to where she worked, so she slipped out at lunchtime. Mr McGregor, the shopkeeper, wrapped it gently after allowing her to look at it first. It was tiny and slipped securely into a box which could fit in her pocket. That night, Mary was mesmerised by the tiny carved house, intricately done in such detail that she felt like a giant encroaching on a miniature world. She used a magnifying glass to peer into each room and looked at the art on the walls, tiny miniatures of exquisite quality. Looking closer, she noticed intimate messages proclaiming the artist's love for a long-dead Mary. Tuesday the 7th of September 2021 Each night, Ellie dreamed of home. It was always the first promising days of summer. A fragrant breeze billowing the lace curtains and the early morning sunlight giving everything a warm glow. She would awake to the curtainless world of her exile, grey walls a poor substitute for the golden glow of her dreams. When she'd first arrived, she'd crossed off the calendar, the red-letter day circled. Now with that date well past, and only her dreams to keep her alive, the calendar stayed in April, a thin cobweb over the edges. Ellie spoke of hope, but she had none. The space in her chest where it once lived was empty, and there wasn't even a spark keeping it alive. Ellie tried to love this place she was in, buying tulips for the table, but they only reminded her of her lost freedom, and she put them in the bin. 